You're listening to a Malu Entertainment original podcast. Hey everyone, and on this episode I am joined by Samuel Hunter. He is one of Australia's elite male escorts, and we chat about his journey into the industry, disability, burnout, and his love of expressing martinis. Someone at Dennis right now. How did you get into the industry? In 2019, I was working in a sex shop in Western yeah. Sydney, and I yeah. um. I read this article about a woman who was fighting the uh, a woman with uh, MS who was fighting the uh, NDIS about using her funding to access sexual services, um, <laughs> and she eventually won that case with them. Um, but I kind of spoke to my the manager of the sex shop about it, and she told me about um, touching base and the documentary Scarlet Road and I guess I kind of I started thinking about um like the issues uh people with disability would have in in exploring their sex lives their sexualities etc uh like even even in terms of working in a sex shop yeah. like most like most sex shops in Sydney you know this was upstairs and it was completely inaccessible uh-huh. And, yeah. but like, I mean, you know, heaps of people to that say, <clears throat> um, yeah, but you know, you can buy everything online these days, but if you, if like, if you can't push a button, you know, or if you can't reach the toy to where yeah. it needs to go, you don't know until you go into a sex shop and actually hold that item and, and try to push those buttons, et cetera. Yeah. Exactly. And then you've got to do a refund. If you buy online, you've got to do a refund, take it back. And there's so much cost involved. And mostly those people don't have the funds to be able to do that all the time. Well, know? no, but but on top of that, um, because of the item that it is, unless it's a mm. faulty product, you can't get a return on a sex toy. Cause yeah, totally. Used, yeah. Right? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah, and then like... You know the societal, yeah, yeah. What I guess most people look at people with disability through the medical model, where oh, you are broken and we must fix you. That mm. that whole gaze that happens there. Um, yeah, so I kind of, I at the time I was pretty, um, I had a pretty low self esteem at the time, and uh, mm. I like, but I thought about it that that day and I was like I wonder if that's something I can do and uh and I kind of got to I went to the decision that I could but then I kind of you know was like looking in the mirror going well I could but I'm not going to ever get booked so I'll just leave that and it was about a year later till I actually got went ahead with it in 2020. Yeah Yeah. so had you had previous um connection with disability at all before that? actually not really um so at the, after the that first um covid lockdown in 2020 um i like i did the pool funds from super and i oh yeah and i used that to you know like build a website for samuel hunter and start advertising and doing all the photos and everything mm-hmm. and 
but I also did my training um, to be a support worker through higher up, a disability I... support worker. So that's uh, that's when I started, um, yeah, interacting a lot more with anybody with a disability. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really good. Um, and you find now that your self-esteem is like increased from what you do, seeing you're like connecting with those people that may need you the most? Um, yeah, kind of. It does. And then I'm like, you know, is this false self-esteem by, you know, having these people kind of build me up? Mm. You know, is that actually how yeah. I look at myself and look it, it's a day-to-day -day thing you know some days i'm like oh what am i doing and then other days i'm like fuck yeah dude look at, <laughs> looking sharp let's go <laughs> you know what <laughs> i think i think we all go through that because i've been doing going on 19 years and even even recently i've had days where i was like what the fuck am i doing <laughs> but then you've got these good moments of like i'm I know how much of an impact I'm having, not only on myself, but other people, and it makes it all worth it. And I'm getting the sense that you feel similar to that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But like in, in, in terms of, uh, you know, how we're viewing ourselves, like hmm. it's, it's pretty rare that I take like, especially like a, a nude mirror selfie or something that I'm like, Hey, that's pretty hot. And then I've, I've, kind of done a bit more in the last few months and then I was like actually I don't mind that and then that's sort of how I finally went yeah maybe I will start an OnlyFans. Have you found um the more clients you see that you've found more positives for them and that's impacted you? It you know when I started I didn't really have any idea of what my clients would be like and um, mm. why they'd be looking for a worker etc and it's been uh but it's continuously just hearing feedback from clients about what a difference it makes to like to their life in general, like not even just the, Oh, that was, you know, heaps of fun. And I, you know, had this amazing, you know, sexual experience or whatever. It's, it's the, how that then bleeds into the rest of their life, whether that's their confidence or um, like having a better way of like setting boundaries in their personal life. Um, mm. re recently, this is probably the strangest one. Um, okay. A client was like, um, they were really, you know, impressed by like my website and the way that I presented myself, et cetera. It and is so they've got in, it is and they've got it, they've got in with their, you know, their own business that they've got and they're going in and reworking the website and the, um, <laughs> their social media and doing all this. And, and yeah, they were thanking me specifically for that. And I was like, well, okay that's that's, well, that's must, new you <laughs> must be good you must be a good website model then but not in the way that you thought <laughs> <laughs> well i just went with a minimalist approach because i'm like i don't like big cluttered websites and i just wanted to be no well i thought it was really good and then when you said you did the um so social media for touching base i thought well that's pretty cool so how did you get into that uh well, uh, when we had that massive four-month lockdown in Sydney mm. in 2021, I was kind of, um, you know, looking at where I wanted to go with my career uh, in sex work and how I could start giving back a bit. And, you know, touching base 
was the reason I was even in this work and I was doing well from it. So I kind of wanted to give something back and they were pretty inconsistent with their social media stuff. And so I emailed them and it was like, Hey, you know, are you looking for um, someone to take over your social media? Like you don't even have an Instagram and that sort of thing. Oh, and okay. they just they just grabbed me and went, yes, come and help us out of this. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So that's been, pretty good now. <laughs> yeah, so I've been with them just a bit over two years, I think. That's awesome. Like, But, like, the referral list with Touching Banks is, um, you know, like they yeah. – yeah, and so they'll get sent, you know, X number of names for them to pick from, and, you know, maybe people just want somebody younger, et cetera, and that's fine. Just put a wig on. You know? Just put a wig on, get some put Botox. <laughs> you can tell how popular I am. I just say, put a wig on, you're fine. <laughs> That's my answer to everything. <laughs> they get a bit hot though, and then your brain goes a bit mush. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I'm waffling. <laughs> I'm waffling. Um, what I was going to say was, um, would you consider as you? moved on in your career would you consider just staying specifically for those with people with disabilities or would you continue to doing the whole the whole shebang I'll, I'll keep seeing uh everyone really um until yeah. you know if there's a boundary broken yeah uh then yeah, sure. obviously that's that's how that works but like I don't make any uh, judgments about anybody except on that's good. Yeah. Uh, how how they behave, you know. Just... Yeah. I had no idea that you were actually seeking me out because you hadn't approached me. So we were kind of in that same boat of like too scared to approach each other, which was kind of cool. Thank you for reaching out to me. I I appreciate it because yeah. Well, when, like when you first started following me back on Twitter and I saw you were like liking some posts and I was like, oh, okay, I could should reach out now. But <laughs> it was just immensely busy. And so yeah. the list the list of everything that I had to do and emails and messages to reply to, I was like, oh, it's, I've been overwhelmed. And then I was like, oh, it's been three weeks. Now it would be weird if I reach out. And no, <laughs> so. I didn't mind. It's good to be busy though because I, I feel like, I don't know, for me, it's more fulfilling when you are busy, but then you get burnout, which, you know. Look, the burnout thing is interesting. Like, at yeah. the moment, I'm, I'm essentially, it's nearly four months um, till my next available time, right? Yeah. Um, <gasps> but that, which sounds huge, but there's, you know, there's a few weeks in there where I'm off on a holiday on my own, um, yeah. going away in a week for writing, um, Very nice. you know, and, and then just having my set days off each week. Yeah. You know, so it, it may sound like it's a long way away, but it's not, but like yeah. I'm, I'm doing heaps and heaps of work. I still try to have that balance because, because like in, in 2023, in one month in particular, I just kind of, I worked far too much, you know, yeah. I probably saw more, way more people than I wanted to or should have like, yeah. um yeah and, and it wasn't that i was burning out it was more i there was just too many people and i couldn't remember some some <laughs> you know new faces that i'd seen i'm like i spent four hours with this person how can i not mm. imagine picture what they look like because yeah it you know kind of just went into a blur and then i'm like i need to you know 
cut down to this four days a week thing because mm. for, for my sake but also for my client's sake you know they're not yeah. getting the best of me if I'm exactly because yeah. I'm getting the sense from you that every client you say you just want to give 100% of yourself to which is awesome it's yeah but you want well, the energy to be able to do that too but look that's yeah that I mean essentially that's what they pay for you know yeah on, on my anonymous questions you know people are like Oh, you know, would you ever date a client? That sort of thing. And I'm like, you, you probably wouldn't want to date me. Like, I can be a really good version of me for four hours, absolutely. But then I'm going to, you know, smash a pizza and binge watch something on Netflix for until four in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. you don't want to date that guy. I think that's probably the strangest thing about the, the industry and that sort mm. of thing about how you then are perceived um, by, by, you know, your clients your potential clients and even your peers like i was at a swap um gathering uh last may and i met these two fellow workers and they were like oh yeah we saw you at the gala but you know we kind of felt a bit too nervous because you know you're this elite escort i'm like are you kidding i'm just this dude no so you're I, I, I was i was so um yeah thrown by that i'm like oh man i I thought I was approachable, but yeah. Well, yeah, that's interesting that you say that because I told you of the story of why I didn't show up is because I just didn't feel like I fitted in. And so, yeah, it's interesting that you say that. And yeah, it's really intimidating, you know. So not even that you were trying to be intimidating for them, but they obviously look up to you, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I also feel that the, the event you didn't come to and you said yeah. it was intimidating because everybody was there bundled out the front. It was for the amount of people, it was quite a small venue. Like there was okay. just people okay. everywhere and then spilling out the front in droves. Oh um, <laughs> whereas like the year before, you know, there was more space and it was more spread out and people didn't feel so overwhelmed. So not really good if you have major anxiety. Oh, look, I mean, Okay. <laughs> I, I, I feel like heaps of workers are neuro spicy and have this mm. sort of thing. You know, my friends who were like, oh, I'm so stressed. I don't know if I'm going to turn up. And yeah, yeah. I'm but glad we were all saying that. Because it was, yeah. Because yeah. we'd made, Cookie and I had made all this effort to go. And then we were like, oh, we can't. We saw all these beautiful people walk in. And we're like, oh. <laughs> it's such an event. You know, people mm. travel from all over the states so you know you catch up with friends that you've met before but don't get to see often and then meet the people who you chat to online that you haven't had a chance to yeah. meet in person before uh -huh. that's that's, that's really great. good yeah yeah i suppose it's worth the time and the effort to get doled up so i'll have to go to more of it next year <laughs> 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 um also i was just gonna mention too with your progression to online work how do you feel about like like you mentioned earlier starting your only fans do you feel like that was a progression that you weren't really interested in making and it happened because of lockdown or um... no no like it wasn't uh like i've literally started putting things onto this maybe two weeks ago and I've not even officially shared the link anywhere. Mm, that's cool. The people, the people who know that I'm doing it, they've gone and looked and found it. Um, cool. And I'm just trying to get more content out before I kind of push it. Um, but no, like for years, 
I, it's not been something that's interested me so much um, because like a few um, content creators had reached out and asked to shoot and I was like, it's not my, it's not my thing. And I've kind of realized that what a lot of people put on their platforms, that's not my thing, that really performative okay. male gaze, um, you know, uh, jackhammering and deep throating people. I'm like, that's yeah. not me. And I, I guess at the now I kind of feel that I'm at a, at a place where if I do collaborate with somebody, I can kind of say, hey, I just want to do this, you know, nice kind of intimate scene yeah. like this. Um, and then, you know, because you're collabing with me, if you like, I can do the the jackhammering male gaze thing for your yeah. platform, you know, yeah. if you want that. Yeah. Um, I guess also with online work now as it is, you've got more autonomy too. So as you're saying, you've got hard limits of jackhammering that you don't want to do, and that's completely fine because your yeah. space is your space. Which, yeah. Uh, yeah. For some people, but, showing their face is not a thing, and they, they want to stick to, you know, brothels and stuff like yeah. that. I was wondering how that transition was for you. Well, look, it's at the end of the day like the platform um isn't about you know putting porn out there as such it's just uh i guess just a deeper level of things that i can't put on say instagram and twitter yeah and like at the moment everybody who follows me on that platform except one is you know clients that i've met still see whatever um, mm -hmm. and that's kind of the idea is that it's like, you know, I have clients on the opposite side of the country who I might only see every three or four months and that, you know, they kind of want to see more often, but it's just not possible. So this is kind of a way for them to connect and stay up to date with things and get some yeah. pervy That's photos. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, I'm, I'm doing like um, reading some of my poetry videos on this. You know, it's not, it's mm -hmm. not just a porn thing for me. Look, it's, a, it's important about um, having that visibility of of you doing what you're doing. Because, like, I, I think I told you this after we started chatting that um, I was talking to one of my clients who's a paraplegic. And she, I think we were talking about, you know, porn and stuff. And she's like, you know, I'm not, I'm not the sort of person that goes that, you know, um, people want to see in porn and and I was like uh, excuse me have you heard of uh, I'll show you Melina <laughs> and her like her uh, just showed her your Twitter yeah and she was yeah she was mind blown by that and uh. was really and and then in the biggest coincidence of all time it was mm -hmm. later that night was when you followed me back on Twitter. I was like, oh, my God, your ears must have been burning. <laughs> I think it was. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's awesome because I think that's the whole thing of my my work is if I've inspired, well, not inspired, I hate that word, but I've, if I've encouraged someone to be more content with themselves, if they've got a different physical exterior to the norm, if you like, if I've encouraged them to be themselves, then... Hey, I've done part of my job already. So yeah. thanks. That was really nice of you. Thanks for that. Uh, in those um, like anonymous questions, somebody asked, they said, why are you lowering yourself by starting up OnlyFans? And I was like, Ugh. Mm. 
that's that's gross. Why, why do you think that it's lowering yourself? What's what things have you been conditioned to learn to think that that you know creating porn or whatever is, is that's bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. And I found it quite interesting because there was one dude, hopefully who got cancelled, and I think I've heard a few other stories of other content creators who kind of look at full service as as lowering themselves because they're like, well, you know, when I'm making content, I get to pick who I'm working with as opposed to doing full service. You know, I think it's just, I don't know. We all have these different ideas about what we do. Uh, like it's, yeah. you know, you've got your whole bodily autonomy, et cetera. Yeah. Um, but like I'll, I'll see anybody who, you know, sends through all the required details, et cetera, um, pays their deposit, you know, I'll see them definitely one time and then, you know, maybe we won't gel or yeah, whatever. That's fine. And that can be either way. But like, mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever met somebody the one time and been like, oh yeah, no, I don't. I don't think I'll see them again for X, Y, Z. The only kind of time that ever happens is if somebody's pushed a boundary or broken a boundary. Yeah. Um, or, or in one case, how they reacted when I did establish quite a soft boundary and they, yeah, kind of yeah. didn't take that well and went hmm. a bit off the rails. And I was like, yeah, no, this is not fun. You can leave so what, what was a soft boundary? I'm, I'm intrigued now. It sounds really odd. They were like, we were lying in bed and they kind of put their closed fist up against under my chin and oh, pushed it a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. And, I, I, and I was trying to put it as lightly as possible. And I was like, yeah, be nice if you would not punch me in the face. Just because yeah. like it wasn't yeah. hurting me, but it was, I don't know, there was something about it that didn't sit well with me. Yeah, fair enough. And then she just went, like silent for like 10 minutes and then I'm like oh my god this I'm gonna go sit in the other room this is not a fun yeah. vibe to be around and she kind of just said you know I don't you know how can you see me as that sort of person uh that mm. I'll do that and I'm like oh it's not no it's about your way. comfortability then yeah. yeah and all I did was try to say in a lighthearted way, I don't, I'm not comfortable with what you're doing. And then you've reacted yeah. just poorly to it. Wow. Yeah. I wouldn't want to, yeah. I wouldn't want to go there again, but <laughs> I'm yeah, no, and it's, yeah. And it, and it really, at the end of the day, it wasn't the, the, that pushing their fist against my chin. It was more how they then reacted when I set that yeah. boundary. And I just went, it's yeah, like, no, that's the slightly comfortable with that. was like, no. Yeah. 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 So if you had a moment where you're like, yeah, this is where I'm meant to be, this is like my thing. I, I guess I've kind of felt that for a while. It's probably more when, you know, when you, it's not the, yeah, this is my industry. It's more the, how am I, how, how is this my life? How is this mm. my job? Mm. I've heard I've you say that a times now and I'm just like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm glad that you feel that because it's like how you feel then more blessed and more gratitude within yourself. So that's that's awesome. Well, like there's that, but then you know when I like that time when uh, when I first heard about touching base, etc., and mm. I was working in a sex shop and I was 
it was a real low point in my life. I was broke as shit. Mm. And um, when I reflect on where I'm at, where I am now, in every possible way, I'm just like, how how did my life go from that to this? And how, how it did it flip? Yeah, yeah. It was like, as, like as in, I, I have so much gratitude for the job that I have and the people that I get to meet. Um, mm. and where it's taken me to even even in the in being able to you know give back where I can um mm. and like I don't know if any listeners know this but you know oftentimes there are workers who on like their close friends Instagram stories may say that they're really you know financially struggling or you know whatever or there's a group called uh Oz sex work promos, I think, on Twitter. Oh, yes, yes. And they put up, you know, uh, we have a worker who needs, you know, $60 to pay for their medication, something like yeah. that, you know. And being able to do that is good because, like, when, like in 2019, if somebody gave me 50 bucks, that would change my week. You know, it would change. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Feel yeah. Yeah. And yeah. just, yeah, no, like... Yeah, I always feel that, um, you know, looking back to, you know, what, five years ago, just thinking how different things are. And it's, so it's good. You're feeling like the sense of community within sex work is really important to you. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Mm. And and I've met quite a few sex workers. Like every few months, I often have a little peer gathering at my place. Um like I'll just put out one of my little platters or a big platter, depending on how many people are coming. Yeah, nice. And yeah, I like. I don't know if it's because really we're all lovely. neurodivergent yeah. people, and you know, like I'm so <laughs> like, yeah, you know, I get on with a lot of these sex workers that I've met, and it's great, great energies, yeah. and it's a good community. Yeah, and I guess I'd be really thankful for that too, because there's so I I guess you would feel this too, but there's some points in all our careers, I guess, that we just feel so isolated. So having that opportunity is, yeah, really great. Well, that's that's really right because, I mean, you know, most of the time we all work on our own. Um, and it was at least well over six months before I even knew that there was such a thing as sex worker social media, mm. which is when I started connecting with some peers online and then it was another six months after that before I worked with anybody. And then I started working with quite a few people and I was like, well, like in, in doubles bookings, that sort of thing. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. and I realized that heaps of people were exactly where I was at, you know, that we didn't really know anybody. We generally were on our own. We didn't make, get to meet people. Um, and that's when I started hosting those little peer gatherings, you know, just so that people can meet. No, that's really great. I was going to ask you what your favourite alcoholic drink is, even though I know the answer, I'll let you tell everyone. Sure, I feel like everybody knows the answer because I post it all the time, <laughs> which would be, <laughs> oh, no, actually, you probably think it's something else. Um, my, well, okay, my fa I feel like you're you're thinking whiskey. Yes, I was, yes. Yeah. So I like you, um, I thought you were becoming more X rated for a moment there. That's why I was like Oh yeah. No. No. Like um Yeah, Lafroy yeah, whiskey is this peated smoky Scotch yeah. whiskey that I love. Um mm. but like 
the drink that I probably make the most is an espresso martini and and like it's usually what I'll order for my first drink when going out somewhere. It's kind of like my oh, the day is over, you're no longer drinking coffee, yes. you're moving into an alcoholic beverage. Let's combine the two. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. Well, because you said you make them, you're not gonna have to make me one because I've never had one. Okay, well. So there you you're go. in Sydney, absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah, I ha I have to. I'm, I'm when I get back home. I'm planning to try to re rejig my um what my recipe because it's a bit mm. it's a bit strong. Um, okay, it's like so three do standard. You, do you just mix it up depending on what your vibe is, and you just make up the recipe depending on what your vibe is at the time? No, like. It's, no, it's a very like I I'm very particular and measure it perfectly oh, um, okay. every time. But I just have to change the ratio of it and find something that still tastes good but is not as strong alcoholic wise. Yeah. And even even and <laughs> I found that I had to um like I had a, a client who I'd see every month and we would have two espresso martinis in our time together. Nice. And after they'd leave, I've I was like struggling to get to sleep you know, three or four in the morning, I was like, I'm, uh, I've got to do something about this. So I've actually, because like I, I grind the beans and make the shots of espresso that I yes. use in them. Yeah. Um, and, and I switched them out to decaf beans and that's been a great thing. Yeah. So it still tastes, it tastes the same though. It's, there's no color. Oh, yeah, yeah. Taste. oh, that's good. Oh, no. So, yeah. So when um, I said something to that client, like six months after I changed them to decaf, yeah. And I said something about them being decaf and she was just shocked. And I was like, <laughs> oh, it's been like that for months. And she'd had no idea. <laughs> yeah. So I do kind of uh, get a feel from clients that I see, uh, say, when I'm hosting them and I'm making them cocktails about, mm -hmm. you know, some people like, oh, I'm a bit of a, you know, a lightweight when it comes to drinking. And I'm very conscious about how much alcohol somebody consumes. Yes. Like it can get a little bit tipsy, but anything beyond that you know, then it's kind of negating consent. Yes, so exactly. I'm, I'm quite try to be very conscious about how much people are consuming. Well, I think I've learned a lot from you. I'm very, very, still very intrigued by you though. And that's, it's a good place to leave me because I'm still like, hmm, very intrigued. So thank you for this. It's been really good. <laughs> it's been good chatting properly, cool. hopefully. Yes, well, we'll chat more soon in person but obviously yeah it'd be really good to get more insight into you and how you come about into the industry and stuff so it's been really good well thanks for having me on mel you're more than welcome come back anytime too <laughs> <laughs> with your with your expressive martini in hand of course yeah and as soon as you um come up with more bullet points to ask me <laughs> Oh, well, yes, yes, thank you. I might need pushing in the right direction for that, but clearly I didn't pass my journalism area. <laughs> clearly I'm better at sex than journalism, but anyway, I do try. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you so much. It's been awesome. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today, guys, and I look forward to bringing you the next... Margarita Sessions. <laughs>